Welcome back to the Writer Realty Podcast. I'm Esther Ryder, and today we are going to talk to Ruthie Miller. I am the one who got to sell Ruthie and her husband, Stephen, their condo. So here we go. You and your husband bought your first property when you were engaged. And what's fun about that is your husband grew up with not a ton of land, but a couple acres there. Yeah, I want to know maybe about two or three acres. Okay. And then the family farm was right across the road, which is very large. So he grew up in the country. And here you guys are in your 20s. And you're buying a condo, which is great. It's not as common in our area for younger people to buy a condo. But what I hear a lot of times is like a a guy who maybe grew up in town and he's like, I want five acres or three acres. I don't want to see anybody. I don't want to have neighbors. I want to be able to shoot my gun, whatever. You guys or Steven was the exact opposite where he had grown up in the country and he was specifically looking for a condo because he, that's what he said from the very first time we talked about it, that he wanted a condo and that's all you guys looked at. So I guess my first question I have to ask you is why a condo? I came from Columbus and I just felt like like because of the long distance relationship already, we needed something that was move-in ready. Because you guys were at this point seriously, seriously dating, really yes. close to ring and about two hours driving distance apart, correct? Yes, correct. Okay. And it was it was too much. And the thought process of renovating a house, and I'm super picky with my houses. I don't know what it is, but it needs to be pristine or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. I was not really willing to go into that process of renovating and fixing up. So whenever we went through a few houses with you, and so when we walked into this one, it was like the one we are in right now, brand new, and it was just perfect. It just spoke to us. Now, we never really thought about condos, and I was surprised that he was the one that brought it to the table. So Mm-hmm. He was the hey, one. Hey, learned something new. <laughs> yeah, he was the one that brought it to the table and was like looking at condos. But I think he wanted it to feel more like I was coming to something that I was coming from because so you I was were in coming. a condo or an apartment in well, Columbus because it's more well, it's more known down down there to live in. In it had that town, that city feeling. Sure. And I felt like to piggyback on that, it was more of that we didn't have to do a lot of things right when we first moved here because. Or when we first bought the house, because we weren't going to live here full time right away. Mm. So he was like, let's just buy this house or let's buy a condo. And therefore, we wouldn't have to, you know, mow the grass and take Mm. care of the the property. And it wasn't it wasn't necessarily something that we were like, we're going to buy a condo because we don't want to do X, Y and Z. Mm Or because we wanted these perks. It was not any of that. It was just more like we it fell into our laps mm-hmm. and it worked in right. our advantage. Well, However, then later on, it was more of like we weighed the pros and cons. I mean, obviously, before we closed and mm-hmm. before we made that final decision. But it just made sense all the way around. Well, and I think one thing to remember in your case is that... It wasn't soon after. It was it was pretty soon after you bought the condo that you got engaged. Yeah. And then, you know, you are living in Columbus and he's here and you guys are busy and he plays softball, which is multiple games a week. And then he has, you know, bro- last year when you bought this, he had two brothers in school still. So you had, you know, he would guys would go to their thing. So it wasn't like you were bored and needed five acres to take care of. You guys right. have a busy, you know, busy life. And then yes, to have move in ready. And I just want to say that you are one of the cleanest people I know. And your house always feels so 
welcoming because it's so clean and relaxing versus like walking into my own when I leave here. And we were doing podcast taping for Rider Realty last week and we had a lender on and he came here and kind of like sarcastically but very seriously said or sarcastically said this house is so how do you say this house is so messy as he's like laughing because he's like your house is so clean and I had not thought about that prior right but what you're saying makes sense you are a very clean person and to walk into somebody else's mess or have to clean it up or the cleanup of construction when you are living two hours away and all of that I can see where that make a condo specifically a brand new condo appealing right and I guess maybe not. it wouldn't have mattered had it been another home, specifically on two acres or three acres. But I I think it all boiled down to the fact that where we were at in our lives, it was too much. Mm -hmm. And it didn't make sense. And like you said, he had a ton of things besides trying to have a dating relationship. Right, right. I mean, even after we were engaged and then trying to plan the wedding, it was so nice to have this because... I had a place to go to when I came here on the weekends or on any other day. So that 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 part was nice. I mean, we did talk about the whole land thing. I don't know if we'll ever get there. But also, taking care of property takes a lot of work. Yes. We own this, but we also put in things that we would in any normal house. Just small things, um, maintenance to keep up with it. So there are things that we do. However... Like the outside, that's that's a very that's one of the pros that we have someone taking care of that. I mean, it's snowing right now, right? I mean, and it's not probably not exactly clean, but they do take care of that. Now have now if we have like five or ten inches of snow, they'll they'll be there to clean that up, and we don't have to go out. So right. I feel like that's super nice, and the whole yard thing. I am definitely not. You will see my house clean. The outside, not a fan, huh? No. <laughs> I'm just not a fan of uh, my flower beds. You'll see all the neighbor ladies' house or flower beds. So nice in the summer. Mine's just this very green looking, maybe a few weeds here and there. Well, and part of your dues here, your HOA dues, yeah. is for the landscape. Well, and I correct? feel like, yeah. So we, we took into consideration when we did that. And that's like buying a mower. Mm-hmm feeling it and the maintenance on the mower and then just all the shovels and the rakes and everything you need to clean a yard or a flower bed. It just made sense to us. Yes. And I will tell you too, that I have that conversation a lot with people who own a home. They're not quite sure if they want to go to a condo or if they want to go to another house. And then one of the first things they say, especially if they've lived somewhere else for 20, 30, 40 years is, I don't want to pay that monthly fee. But what I tell them is if you're going into a condo to not have as much to take care of and you're going to pay someone else to mow, if you pay them to mow two or three times a month during the winter months and then pay someone to, you know, get your snow removal out when it needs to be done, if you add that up and divide it by 12, there's a really good chance it's going to be at least what you're paying and your monthly right. dues and your monthly fees. Do you see that? Where, like, you're saying you added the mower well, up and yeah, that all makes just sense. Those, the, just those. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, let's say there is a weeks or, or something comes up that we can't take care of it. Mm-hmm. And then we're stuck, like, having to pay for that. So if we're going to have to pay for it already, we might as well. I guess it all boils down to whether someone wants land. They want to be able to take care of that. Mm-hmm. Or they want to take care of that because we're not there. But that was definitely a pro for us. Sure. I think there are downsides to it. Like just feeling close. If you want that privacy, then you 
then go get land on a house that is apart from other houses. Mm-hmm. It just ultimately boils down to what you want as an individual. But I feel like for us at that time, it was we're happy where we're at. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that would I think would get us to leave is if we would have to move somewhere for job purposes or mm-hmm. I don't something big would have to take us away. We also, I mean, like discussed the whole kid factor. I mean, like, because we are young and we talked about it. I mean, like, and if we were ever to have children, we still have space. Mm -hmm. Well, and sometimes it might feel like, you know, in a condo, you don't have a yard or whatever, but there are always, you know, common areas or green areas in a condo. So even the way yours face with your garage facing the neighbor's garage, there is an area for little kids to go around in trikes. And, Mm -hmm. you know, the playground for the school is across the road. So it's kind of like having, you still have the features that you might in another house in town, let's say, but you don't have that responsibility of, taking care of a playground or whatever might go with that. Mm -hmm. So if you're out in the country, you may or may not know your neighbors as well. It might take a little more effort, even if they're all half acre lots. They're still probably a small distance. If you're in an allotment, they're still, you know, a little more distance in a condo. Here, you're almost literally on top of each other. Can that be a positive thing? Like kind of, does that help you get to know your neighbors better? Or is it just a different situation? Like, do you feel like you can know your neighbors better in a condo than you could where your in-laws are in two acres? Or do you feel like it's just you're neighborly no matter what, so it doesn't really make a difference? How has that helped if it has in, you know, getting to know or the potential to get to know your neighbors? Yeah. I mean, we have really friendly neighbors and um, I feel like for the ones surrounding us, maybe in the same, just the same area, we, we know them better than we know some of the others because mm-hmm. well, I don't know if there's 20 units, okay, 12 units. I don't know. And it's hard to remember everybody, but I feel like if you just your surrounding neighbors, you we know them pr- fairly well and they would take care of us. I'm more of a private person. So I have found that a little bit. And we live in the country, so I feel like everybody's more like that right. kind. And they just, I don't know if you want to call it nosy, but they're just generous and they're there all the time. Yeah. And so I found that to be a little bit strange for myself. And I had a, I had a hard time dealing with that just because we do have them. And I don't know if they're concerned because they're way older than we are and they just feel like they need to look out for us yeah almost like a a parent parent. yeah yeah yeah. Mm -hmm. and so I found that to be but they're they've all been wonderful I don't know I would say that it just depends if you definitely want to be away from people or not be close have close neighbors like that you're not gonna love it Mm -hmm. but if you do like close neighbors it's wonderful it's amazing they're right there Right. And I think part of that is small towns. So I don't know. That was hard for me to get adapted to. I remember when we lived in Kidron, so just 10 minutes away, and I had just had our second son. And I'm not from Kidron. My husband was. So I remember having him in the stroller and this lady walking by and saying, Oh, Esther, he's so beautiful. And I'm like, Oh my goodness, I have no idea who you are, but you know my name. Yeah. And I said, oh, thank you, because I felt embarrassed. Like, I should know who it is. And I tried to explain to my husband. He did not know who I was talking about. And it was literally probably five years later until I figured out who she was. Oh, my God. But it's kind of that small town thing where especially, like, you coming in or me coming in to where our husbands are from – 
we don't know everybody and that can happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you're not from the area or whatever. My husband knows everybody. Yeah. Whoa. We cannot go anywhere. So let's take the top two positives of being in a condo and the top two negatives. Okay. So the, as a 20-something young married couple, let's preface it with okay. that. As a 20-something young married couple, right. what are the let's two positives of being in a condo and the two negatives? And then what would the two positives be, not even out in the country, just in a single-family house? And what would the two negatives be of that in your in your situation? Sure. I would say the two, one positive. So one positive is definitely if you are a young person and you absolutely have no time to take care of, or let's say you live somewhere else, but you need that second home, mm-hmm. a condo is definitely going to be your choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, that goes for old or young, but sure. let's say you're, you need a house because you have a business or your job is bringing you here. It gives you more, it would give you more of a benefit to, to own some, uh, own a property instead of rent or whatever. Right. Sure. I would say that that's a positive. Definitely. If you can't, take care of the outside all the time. Second positive definitely would be, I like the space Mm -hmm. that it gives you. It's not like overwhelming. Whereas a house with even two or three bedroom house sometimes gives you more square footage. Right. And it just feels much bigger. Okay. Whereas like for a young couple, if I feel like for us, we're fine. Like we're Mm -hmm. good with the space we have. Well, I think it's important to note that it's, not super, super small. I mean, you're at, what, 1,250 square feet? Yeah, like that. 1,280. So it's I not overwhelming, like... but it's not teeny tiny either. It, right. It's almost like a perfect space. Like your master bedroom mm-hmm. is nice. Your master bedroom, you have a walk-in closet. You have the second full bedroom, second full bathroom. You know, you've got the eat-in kitchen and living room. You have all the basics, but it's the perfect size of all those rooms yeah. without being Yeah, and big. we can have people over and mm-hmm. it, without it feeling like... Now, not we probably can't have thirty people over, but I am. I don't think I can host thirty people yeah. anyway. Right. But I'm. I'm just saying, like it's it's comfortable with a small group of friends or family or whatever that we have over. It's mm-hmm. it's fairly comfortable. That would be my positive. Just the the size and the outside. Right. You know the maintenance of the outside. The negatives are, would be. Probably living in a condo, in a condominium, it can feel tight with your neighbors. Mm-hmm. And you have to get, you you would definitely have to get along with them for it to not feel like it's awful. But yeah, I mean, just this, my privacy is very valuable. Mm-hmm. And so when I don't have that, it's, it feels, it feels a little cluttered. Well, and on that same note, I'm sure that having good neighbors makes it better than having terrible neighbors. Right. Like terrible, unfriendly neighbors, probably in a condo scenario, it would feel much more noticeable to you than if you were in the country and you might not have to necessarily mm-hmm. see them all the time or share a driveway or whatever that looks like. Right. And I don't know that there's another negative. I mean, we've just, we've really enjoyed it. It was a good space for us. But I, I do know that it doesn't always work out for other people. Mm-hmm. And I also don't know what it's like to own property outside of a condo and to to give you that condo versus... Right, the comparison of yeah. the two. Mm-hmm. And so this is just our own, what how we felt living here right. so far. So, yeah. Very good. Thank you so much, Ruthie. That was great. Yeah, and thank you. I don't know if I gave enough tips on it, but... No, you did very good. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Ruthie. Yep. Yeah.
right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to Rider Realities Podcast, Tuesday Tips. Please like, share, comment, subscribe. We love to hear your questions. Um, give us tips on what else to record, and we'll see you later.